He, I, I fell for the okie doke. Uh -oh, got not me. the okie doke. I did because you see this thing here is nine ninety nine at the Seven Eleven. I paid fifty dollars. Oh, like, and I know fuck all about vaping. <laughs> they got you. <laughs> You did and, fall for the okie doke. Yeah, I really, really did. I paid fifty dollars for this thing and the other ones, which are like twelve dollars. You got the Tesla of vape cartridges. <laughs> I was. You hit the I autopilot button on so that bad for some nicotine. I'm sorry. Ah. Just well, you know, that's what happens when you get hammered in DC and and you just need a cleanse the next day. You want. Uh, grease and tobacco or nicotine. And I, I had some biscuit dish with gravy and a sunny side egg on top with a bloody Mary. That was that was pretty good. That sounds really good. It was like um the, the bartender was just super cool and um yeah, no, it had a sunny side of egg actually. But yeah, but it was like on top of this like open-faced um biscuit and it had like this country gravy and then like shredded chicken. I was pretty, yeah, I was pretty impressed. It was, it really hit the spot, soaking up the alcohol. And then I started drinking again. I did a couple shots of Don Julio. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's my girl right there. Yeah. Look at that Don Julio. Hey, we missed you. You, you brought our day. I missed you guys too. Last week I was going to bed every, like at 725 and then I'd wake up at 10 and I'm like, fuck what and chris is like well it's 10 and then i was like oh just man i was exhausted and um i was probably still a little jet lagged yeah because the trip to dc like i got delayed on my flight heading out on the way to the airport i get a notification that says your flight's delayed now i know that my connection is the last one to dc so i'm like fuck and i call her and i go Oh, hey, I saw you have a flight that connects at this time. I didn't realize it was the next day. It wasn't that day. And then they oh. had booked me from my flight. And I'm like, she goes, well, I'll book you in the morning. You'll get, um, you'll stay overnight in Dallas. And I go, well, are y'all going to pay for a hotel? You know? She was like, and then you'll leave on the 545 flight. But we're two hours behind. So I would get at 930. And I've, I've got to be there at 1130. And I'm like, I'm not going to have time to shower. No, so you're going to have to like run in the bathroom at the airport terminal. and like, Take a whole bath in the yeah. seat. Hey, look, you wouldn't be the first one. <laughs> um, I, I feel like that's a common occurrence for a number of people. I mean, that's why there's a term for it. I'm no straight. <laughs> you're more right, yeah. Yeah. If it has a name, it's suffice to say there's probably a reason for that. They say all say stereotypes are based in some fact. They come from somewhere. Well, I get I arrived. I'd already told them I got fucked on my first night, of course. Have to eat that. But I called them and said, hey, I'll be there. They had already checked me and had my keys. I get there at like 830. I've got three hours. So I take a hot shower. And I'm like, okay, look fresh and clean. And then we, you know, we spend the day. Well, the next day I'm walking around, have breakfast and I'm like, let me just take a nap. You know, I'm tired. You know, so literally I'm in Washington like a day. So I take a nap and I wake up and it's like two 30. My plane leaves at like three something, not quite four. And I'm like, fuck. Well, thank God I picked a hotel that was three miles from downtown from the Capitol and like four miles from the airport. Right. Yeah. Except I was flying out of Dullis. And oh, didn't no. I flew into <laughs> DC, but I was flying out of Virginia, which was 40 minutes. Oh away. no. <laughs> oh no. You're at the wrong fucking airport. And I'm like, fuck, I don't have enough money to pay for another night at this high price holiday inn. And my uncle was in Canada, so I can't stay at his house. And I'm like, I should have been checked out hours ago. <laughs> so I get an Uber. I'm grabbing my shit to get. And then it's like, ugh. We're getting there. I have my boarding pass. And thank God I'm able to just wheel and I don't have any check, any bags to check. Oh, yeah. So, so 
You just yeah. have that on, yeah. I get home and then I can't find where I park my car. So I spend an hour walking the parking lot looking for my car and I can't hey. look for the clicker because my battery's dead on my clicker. Man, you know the secret for that, right? We have camera phones. We got to like take a picture of the car and then like the closest sign. So, no, know. there's no sign because El Paso oh. was long and where I parked it was like this overflow parking. So there was no, there's no like, oh, yeah, you park in the, okay. um, yeah. so yeah, so I'm walking and I'm like, great, I get here. We have something like that too. It's just like an open parking lot and like yeah. if you park in the middle somewhere, you're just in the middle somewhere. <laughs> and I, and so I called Steve and I'm like, I'm not going to pick up the boys tonight. I just want to relax. So I just went to Steve's and like just crashed. So I think I was still like the week I was all discombobulated jet lagged and then of course i'm still dealing with these kids and and whatnot but man it was crazy like i go literally the past 72 hours have been insane and then not mind you when i was flying out the flight that the lady got me on she's like okay look i'm gonna send you through phoenix which is on the other going in the other direction and then you'll catch the red eye yeah. And I'm like, okay, when does it leave? So I'm like, yeah, I can get me something to drink at the bar. And Wait. she goes, you know what? There's actually one leaving in 30 minutes. So I just put you on it. So you need to run. <laughs> I was like, what the? Like, how, what, how far away was it? Like, hopefully not on the other side of the El Paso Elper is so small. There's only four gates for America. Oh, okay. So four. you're like, all right. Even if it's at the opposite end, TSA you're like, all right, 10 minutes. Real, TSA was so... Like El Paso's TSA, they be on it. Like they really, really are. But I actually recognized the bartender and I was like, hey, where did I know you from? She's like, King's X. I go, yeah. How's your mom? She's like, good. I go, give me a double Don Julio. I got to get on. They're bored. Yeah. So, double Don Julio stat. <laughs> I did that. Then I get to Phoenix where I have to stay for eight hours at the Phoenix airport. How many layovers did you have? This is crazy. This was them trying to book me and get me. I'm like, I'm not missing Washington. I need to be there. If I do, I have to start walking now. Can I catch a plane in in Kansas City or like (laughs) do? What are our options here? Whatever you got to do, yeah. Yeah. You can't miss out on the White House. But it was so crazy because I couldn't. It was like I couldn't really relax. Didn't really get a chance to enjoy the room because I'm there and I gotta quickly get dressed and then head out. And then the next day, I enjoyed that the morning, but man, that was that was so rough. <laughs> that was a rough few days, man. Oh yes, yeah. Sh- shake it, Carol. Oh, Carol's shaking her shimmy. Yeah. Man, uh, <laughs> this was barely any shaking. <laughs> shaking, but there was some shimmying. Yeah. <laughs> but that was like my comedy shimming. <laughs> we liked it. I mean, you that was know, your comedy shimmy. You probably had on a little too many clothes for Ty's taste, but it, we still appreciated <laughs> the thought. I have a big giant hole in my crotch. And uh, phrasing. I've got these awesome. My mom buys me. It's called great. a vagina, Ty. I yeah, it's <laughs> Yeah. Ba bum bum What? Like how big is the whole one? Well, my pants. It's feel free to show it can us. get breezy if I'm out running the roads because there's sweats and your, there it's your phrasing is terrible in the last 30 seconds here. <laughs> <laughs> you you have a giant hole in your crotch and it gets sweaty if you're out, or breezy when you're out running in the streets. That's just Okay, maybe that visual is not. Nothing wrong with a breezy crotch. I mean, no (laughs) Actually, a breezy crotch is probably a bit more sanitary. Yeah, it sounds great. (laughs) Then a not so breezy crotch. That's totally fair. There, yeah, that is fair. Mm. That's why pantyhose are the devil's clothes. Mm. Oh God, I hate pantyhose. I I I would know. I've never worn any. Carol, how excited are you about the return of Nazism to the United States? Um, I'm sorry, that was a real I downer. Can't, <laughs> I can't process that. No, we gonna <laughs> go harass people to vote tomorrow. Oh God, that's a good idea. Uh, I feel like I done. I've done my part for the last two years. Like at this point, man, nobody who's waiting on me to try and get them out to vote is. They've made up their mind already, but yeah, 
Yeah, I don't I don't feel like it. Yeah, I don't feel like anybody's undecided at this point. Even if they say they are, they're lying. Nah, I don't know. But I mean, Carol's writing postcards. That's nice. So that's a worthwhile endeavor you've you've engaged in the last few weeks. We appreciate your efforts. I've written no postcards, so shame on me. Oh, yeah, I know. Everyone does what they can. You know, you have a you have an intense physical job with long hours. Yeah, yeah, and I don't have like a bunch of soccer bombs to invite over to drink margaritas and and write all, <laughs> and shoot the women. shit about politics. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, whose fault is that? Are you not hanging out at any soccer games? I'm busy. Uh, <laughs> I have my hands full. I'll work on that for 2024. It'll be a, it'll be a soccer mom palooza over here, and we'll just have them drunk bitches filling out all kinds of cards, telling people to vote blue. <laughs> just tell them to write I am Elon Musk at the top of every postcard. Oh no. Parody. Oh. Okay. What will things look like? Parody. Yeah, great. You got an Elon Musk in parentheses parody account. I'm not even going to lie. Like, I've been apprehensive even to like retweet people's like trolling Musk tweets. But they're so good. <laughs> I have, but I've been like, a bit, I've been apprehensive. Just I'm like, fuck, man, I don't want to lose my account for yeah, well, you, retweet. You won't, you won't lose your account if you retweet it. Just don't. We're talking about Elon fucking Musk, okay? Yeah, well, I mean, it is his fucking company now, and he'll probably Not the change most the rational person. And you can't really like use sane guidelines to. Well, he's been off the rails. Just like I. Look, I don't I don't know what it's like to run a company, and I definitely don't know what it's like to run a multi-billion dollar business. <laughs> Neither does he. Oh, yeah, that's fair. <laughs> um, but I do know what it's like to be like, oh, shit, I fucked up. I'm in over my head. I have no idea what the fuck it is I'm doing. That motherfucker is in the oh, shit, I fucked up part of I have no idea what the fuck it is I'm doing, and he's scrambling, and, and, and he's tweeting his thoughts out in real time as he's doing his great. In that pasty on that boat. Oh my God. How long? So when you're saying that he's just like flailing in the wide, like that was like a visual hey, that Carol, I had. Carol, did you see that picture of him on the boat with no tan yes. whatsoever? Yeah. He's like glowing. Yeah. I mean, I, he has to be glowing in the dark. He's like the whitest African American I've those, ever seen. It's those emeralds. <laughs> <laughs> From the emerald mine. That's when he's like, I, I've been sleeping on the floor at the Tesla warehouse. Like, we believe you, dog. You're not getting any sign. <laughs> right? Pasty. Pasty. <laughs> All right. Um. So what, what other nonsense and bullshit we got going on? Vote, 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 vote. Vote, and vote. vote. And you'll vote. probably hear this after the election. No, but I hope you voted. Go back in time and vote. <laughs> okay. So vote. If you didn't vote, this was your fault. The bad outcome is your fault. Good outcome, no help from you. <laughs> oh, please vote. Yeah. Well, okay, that's the other thing. So Republicans in, in well, at least Republican-controlled states changed all their rules to make sure um, the well, the ballots cast in early voting aren't counted until, like, the polls close on on Tuesday. So I imagine what that will look like is the votes cast on Tuesday will be counted first. And considering Republicans didn't turn out to early vote at all, it'll it'll appear to be as though, oh, you know, it's it's early Tuesday evening. Republicans have a lead. And when they do start to count the early votes to which we know. Voting dumps, ballot dumps. Yeah, yeah, because they lean Democratic. They'd be like, oh, look, the Democrats cheated. They dumped a whole bunch of blue ballots out there. The election was rigged. Um, They'll try that bullshit, the red red mirage. It's not real. I haven't seen one bucket of votes. I haven't seen, I didn't see them in 2020. Oh, we found a bunch of ballots over here in this creek down by the river. No, most of the voter okay. pro- voter fraud was indeed Republicans in 2020. So that's 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 that. Yeah, so just be out on the lookout for that. Don't let them try and claim some bullshit. It's just 
The votes were already in their cast. There, there's no votes that magically appear. They just didn't count them. It's like watching a basketball game and at the end of the game, instead of having the score tallied as you went along, they waited till the end to count up all the points. Like it's still the same, still the same score. It just is what it is. Still the same. Oh God, these people. I just don't understand it. I know. I hate these people. They're, they're mm-hmm. fucking disastrous. Me too. And I hate them. I hate them for breaking up my home. I hate that bastard. Elon, go fuck yourself. <laughs> All right. Um, so yeah, and now okay, their whole plot in 2024 is Wait, were you dating Grimes or something? I'm confused. <laughs> <laughs> I would, I'd date her over Elon. But how did he break up your home? Oh, Twitter. Oh, 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 okay. Yeah. Sorry, I got nervous. <laughs> oh, did you, did you think well, that did I you was buy the founder? <laughs> Grimes is uh, also you, not my type. Maybe you put your but... savings in Dogecoin. I, okay, I did buy a little more Doge the other day. Di- like, oh, you, you buy the dip. <laughs> hey, look, on, my, ro- on my Robin Hood app, I bought some more Dogecoin. I saw hey. it was gone. It I went bet. up like it went up like eight cents. Oh, <laughs> I had to, I had to, our I had boys to probably more, I had to drop another bag on the Robin Hood. <laughs> oh no, our boys probably gonna end up deposed over that shit. Um, <laughs> the fucking Dogecoin pump and dump scheme. So that's that's something to look forward to. Fun times. All right, so. 2024, right? Republicans' plan was to, if if things are close, uh, have red states who happen to go towards Biden throw out their electors, say it was rigged, install Trump again, or whoever the fucking right-wing nutbag is, right? Well, it, it seems like they're blowing their load early because it, it, I, I imagine if things go well tomorrow, they'll have to take that plan and put it in the uh, they'll have to fire that off tomorrow mm-hmm. we're like oh the 2022 midterms were rigged it's like i don't accept the results of these elections like it, it's the crying wolf thing like if you do it too much like it loses its effect like i <laughs> good at that. yeah i mean I, look i expect them to lose handily tomorrow at least based on what Mr. Boozy has informed me of. Um, so if they blow their load early, like what will be the game plan in 2024? Then if they lose, they <laughs> like this whole, every time we lose this rig thing doesn't go over. Well, if you keep continuing to lose, like it's just, no one cares the third time around. They're, they're grasping at straws. Yeah, and that's why they're ramping up things because they know that they're going to lose. They know that they are. They know that the youth are coming out. They know that the Democratic Party is mobilized, um, Democrats and independents, which is why they have been scrambling so hard for the past week or two to enact every vote suppression measure they can think of because they know that it's not, that's not guaranteed for them. And they want to downplay the enthusiasm. They want to downplay the impact that Gen Z is going to have on the election. And I love seeing um, Obama out stumping for the candidates. He was on fire. My, Oh yeah. My, Gripe is should have started a year ago. I don't I don't think that it really dawned on a lot of people just how serious that it was maybe a wait and see kind of thing and realizing, fuck, we're we're doomed if we don't get this happen, um, get this happening and um, get this done. But. You know, we've seen like what Harry Styles and Dave Matthews and we've seen, but had they been mobilized and organized 
like going back into like 2021, like gearing up until now, I think that it would have been a lot more. I mean, now you've got, you know, people, a lot of people have just are just apathetic or have like given up and then it's great to see them. But they're like, oh, I didn't register literally. Oh, is this really going to. But had they started then, like that was something that was always on my mind. I'm like, where's this rock the vote energy? Like here we are in Texas. Yeah, You've got some of the biggest stars. You've got Beyonce from Houston. You've got Selena Gomez, who's from here, her Latino vote. Like I said, you have Beyonce. You've got, okay, maybe Travis Scott isn't the best. You know, <laughs> but you, but you, you get what I'm saying? But you've got people that are from Texas that have sway and have tens of millions of followers on each of their social media platforms. And what if something like people fired up earlier? Yeah. Like what about like, even like if let's say you got Beyonce, Selena Gomez, you got all these, and then you get, you've got what the Dallas Mavericks, you've got, you know, Houston, you've got San Antonio Spurs, you have all of these, you know, marquee players, if they had solidify, like, you know, margin, uh, mobilize themselves to the point that. Well, the players are one thing, but I got to tell you, like the people who own these franchises, political leanings probably align more with the current version of must than you would like to admit. But anyway, yeah, point taken. That's true, but they wouldn't be in the position they are in without their players who are predominantly players of color. And imagine if there had been like some kind of like walk the vote type of concert, like that would have been like amazing. And like, Oh, stream it proceed, you know, free registering people to vote, you know, when they're going in and what, like how that whole registering people to vote thing. Like that's one thing I really wish, um, the party had picked up on like, Hey, that thing that Stacey Abrams did immediately after losing yeah. in uh, 2018 was like, Oh, fuck that. We'll never let this happen again. Yeah. And she exactly. went out there and got a shit ton of people registered. And then the next thing, you know, um, the Georgia Senate flipped blue two seats, got us to our 50, 50 split in the, in the Senate. I mean, you know, of course, tie-breaking vote goes to the um, presidential incumbent. But yeah, like that was, that was important work. And like, we should have modeled that in every purple state. Every purple state. Exactly. Exactly. And imagine like if Oprah had been on board, Obama had been on board. Now these are two African-Americans who have crossed racial lines, have crossed, cultural lines and still judging like just looking at the crowds that showed up to see Obama reminds you of that and Oprah you know taking a stand and and you know um endorsing Fetterman but imagine because I feel like the world went downhill when Oprah quit her show because she did bring folks together but I think that it would have energized and imagined like something, a coordinated effort, Republican rally style. James Carville talks about this all the time, but like apparently us Democrats, we, we just, we're a shit show as far as our ground game is concerned, like boots on the ground, practical day to day, you know, building infrastructure, that's shit we suck at. And, you know, if I ever, I don't know, waltz in a $44 billion fortune, um, I'll build that apparatus. <laughs> I want to tell then. Well, like, well, this I will just be a thing. We... Oh, okay. Me. Gotcha. Yeah. What is it? Is it a, at a billion yet? I saw, I think oh, I saw shit, 99. It's almost 2 billion. Is it 2 billion? Well, it I know, like I knew something nine. was up because I stopped at the corner store when I got off of work today and I was like, oh, it's a lot of people in here filling out lottery tickets. Must be high. <laughs> Every store I went to today. How lines like around the fucking corner. Oh yeah, it's crazy. Cause yeah, I walk I go in there every occasion and there might be like two people in there. There's like twelve people in there and six yep. seven of them were filling out um 
lottery ticket. So I was like, oh, this is interesting. Let me check the number here. <laughs> Everybody wants to get their their yeah. vote in or their dollars in. But but you know what? It's actually so the whole voter registration thing is just like the lottery. Like we only care about it when you're like, oh, that would make a huge difference. Uh, yeah. Wait to the last minute. Yeah, Man, so, I play the lottery every fucking day. Do you? I don't okay. care if it's a million dollars. I play the fifty thousand dollar Roadrunner cash. That's my jam. I'm trying to. I'm trying to win that. I said I don't care which one of these. Hit. <laughs> like I don't. I'm gonna make it do what it do, regardless. Well, Carol, I know you spent last week with me. Are you just trying to let me have title myself today? Is that what's going on here? Uh, <laughs> Carol stoned. Oh, yeah, but I was you... probably stoned last week. <laughs> <laughs> Too. I'm you sorry. Uh, no, you're good. I was just. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm I just tired. Yeah. Hey, would you like to tell is... us about? Tell us about your day, Carol. Tell us. Tell us how it started. Just. Just give us the rundown. We care about you. The day. Well, first I had a happy kid waking up, and then he started whining about some dumb shit, and immediately I was like, no. So then I was going to go to this women in business and law conference and I was on my way there. I'm like, okay, I can calm myself down. Like I can take this advice I gave my kid on like turning your day around. And then I got almost there and the, the fucking road was closed. And I'm like, all right, all right, I'll figure out a way. And I'm looking at the map and there's like no thoroughfares besides like driving mm-hmm. like 15 minutes out of the way. And Google's like, no, 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 go this way. Turn around again. Go back that way. The road's not closed. Go that way. So then I switched to ways and it took me to this residential neighborhood. And it's like, you're there now. I'm like, no, I'm not. And it's like, no, 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 you're there. Just you're there. It's fine. And I was like freaking out. I stopped to like, you know, ugly cry in a bank of America parking lot. Um, <laughs> and when we like all yelling. ugly cried at a Bofa parking lot. Yeah, yeah. So then I showed up at the event and they're like, Oh, you're here. And I was like, if you're not serving wine, I'm leaving. And they're like, um, there's a reception after. <laughs> but then i attended the event um yes (laughs) the event was good (laughs) i'm glad it was worth the hassle in in that of demanding wine at it was actually like 10 45 (laughs) hey it's it's five o'clock somewhere as they say or you know i'm all for day drinking but i usually i would usually wait till noon but hey to each his or her (laughs) okay no shame No shame whatsoever. Whatever. Man, we got anything? We got anything else we can throw in here? Uh, I don't know. I haven't really. So that I have some some topics marked for next week, but I didn't have anything particular for this week, and I hadn't taken notes on anything. Um, Georgia man, like anybody out here, like oh, you know, I I don't know about this whole Herschel Walker thing, <laughs> but I'm gonna vote for him because I I want Republicans to. Get back control of the Senate, yo, man. They do got brain damage. Like it, it. All jokes aside, like it's irresponsible to vote for a person. So okay, like they try to make this comparison between Herschel Walker and John and, Fetterman. And Fetterman, yeah, not, not the same. It's it's not accurate, and it's it's because while Fetterman may have some. um inability to communicate as effect as effectively now as he did pre-stroke like that's something that will return over time it's not like he doesn't have any cognitive issues it's just his yeah. ability to like put words like put his thoughts into words like i don't have any brain damage and i struggle with that shit sometimes right herschel walker is out here saying some fucking incre- insane shit he he what was he? He said he had like a plan to fix inflation, but he didn't want to put it out there because Warnock was still it. Bro, are you high? <laughs> like, what are we Don't doing? Martians. Yeah. I, I just, look, anybody willing to send that man to one of the hundred, you know, hundred and two most valuable positions in the fucking United States government? Just because you're like, oh, it's more important that our party has control than it is to vote for someone who has a functioning brain. Like, shame on you. Just that, yeah. just unacceptable. I, and it's, you know, look, normally I like to joke. But in this one, like, 
it's just so embarrassing and shameful. And it's like, it's also a black dude. And like, no matter how terrible he is, it's like, I, I, I feel a certain kind of way demonizing this person, but I, I do feel pity. But I will definitely demonize the person, the people who try and use him as a pawn and politically. It's 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 all bad, all terrible. I, I get that, and I would maybe feel a bit more some type of way if he was running against a white man. Oh but yeah, he's not. He's running against literally the antithesis of who he is. You have a family man you have a christian man because that's important in america society but well i mean he's literally the pastor at mlk's church like and and that's not (sighs) that's not something to be dismissed or taken lightly so when you've got this example of a stand-up man just human in general he is the example you would point to of what an evangelical would support or is supposed to support yeah so when you juxtapose him against then you can trace out a bit you're talking about a competent man against an incompetent one yes in that aspect and and then a serious person versus a caricature of a person Exactly. Exactly. And I mean, it's vile. And the sad part is, I don't know. Have you ever read the, did you ever read the book Flowers for Algernon? I don't believe so. Yeah. So you will probably see where I'm going here, Carol. So he was a man who was mentally challenged and there was some experiments going on and they were giving him the same like injections or whatever they were giving the rats. Um, now then it was a movie. It was called Charlie, which the movie was good too. Um, okay, that but, sounds familiar. Yeah. So it would see like Algernon was the, he was the rat. And then he was, they took him from having a lower IQ to his cognitive skills. And Charlie experienced the same. Then all of a sudden, he could comprehend things, read things. He could sit around people who were, he ordinarily had to, um, felt were smarter, you know, than him. It sounds like and, limitless. And he, yeah, but, well, <laughs> limitless was a little more sci-fi. I did like that too. No, but, yeah. But he was, you could see him change in that he, his confidence in himself and his, but there was a regression and deterioration. Um, Herschel Walker, he is Charlie at the height of the experiment. Man, these people want to hear what I have to say. I'm the toast of the town. I'm the man about town. I'm going and doing this and whatever. Um, And it gives, in my opinion, anyway, it's given Herschel, you know, their gaslighting of him, an inflated sense of his intelligence. And he's getting, he's a bit cocky. I'm not going to lie. Like, he's a bit cocky in that um, without really realizing that he's the pawn in this game. He's, he's, I have zero doubt that Herschel really feels that people are there because of him. Because it's impossible to know that he's that he that. Well, but of course, also, who wouldn't want to feel that way? Who would want to feel that people are only there because you're fitting a certain? You know, it's not something that people want to. And 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 in that aspect, it is so incredibly sad. It is because very heartbreaking. Yeah, because he could have been an actual advocate if that was his purpose for CTE, mental health, bringing more awareness to that, especially like coming off of that 
what was that movie that you know Will Smith did when CTE was really um oh, concussion. Yeah. Yeah, when it was really in the media, people bring attention when some of the football players were fucking engaging in insane behavior and flipping out in this. I mean, and- they're still engaging in insane behavior, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it was highlighted for a time where people were, you know, like I said, the the movie would have never been greenlit that Will Smith did if it wasn't the producers thinking they could meet the moment on that issue and that time. So sometimes you have to you have to grab it. But yeah, um, it, yeah, like it could have been, I don't know. and it's oh. it's disgusting to watch. Yeah, horrifying. It's very horrifying. I'm sorry, we we turned this into a real dinner. I apologize. Let me go grab a beer, and I'll make this better in just a minute. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's kind yeah, of hard. Could the listener see my uh, like? dramatic head shaking and the faces I've been making that would make it less of a downer. And then I like tuned back in and heard you saying something really sad. And I was like, I was just like smiling, like, <laughs> oops. <laughs> oh. um, I'm honestly, I'm just trying not to think about tomorrow. I'm just, uh... I say the same as I look at Twitter. Like, I know it's the day before, but is, are the results in yet? <laughs> <laughs> I, think I just, I'm, I don't think I've ever been this anxious. I mean, not even in 2020. Because in 2020, I just thought that we'd be left with another four years of a shit show. You're but, anxious about the midterms? But that was prior to January 6th. So after the 2020 election, I just thought, oh shit, if we're stuck with this fucker, we're stuck with this fucker. And then the coup, but, you know, but just leading up to that in those two months, I didn't realize the danger that we're in. But then after January 6th, and then after we've learned what we've learned because of the televised hearings, it's made the, it's heightened the urgency and the importance of tomorrow's vote. Yeah, to some degree, except for give the position that Democrats are in right now, at least according to polling, is actually fucking incredible. Because, I mean, there's just all kind of historic data to suggest that the president of an opposing party who wins an election just inevitably loses um, seats in Congress the next midterms. Like in the last hundred years, it's only happened, I think, maybe two or three times where the incumbent president gained seats in the next midterms. And given that um, the economy is in the shape it's in, not that the economy itself is bad, but we're in a novel situation where we're dealing with this massive global inflation. And also, um, you know, things like, Basically, things outside of the control of, you know, the sitting president, like the price of the immediate price of gas, like gas is high. Shit is expensive. Like Democrats should be getting fucking hammered in these midterms. Like we should be, according to history, losing 50 to 60 seats, which would be a fucking huge margin. And we're projected to pick up two or three um, should things go well tomorrow. So that's it. It it just, it goes to show how fucking terrible (laughs) Republicans have been these last two years, that their strategy is a fucking disaster, uh, how much of an impact um, the Supreme Court's intervention in 50 years of precedent when it comes to overturning Roe v. Wade was. It's Um, Carol It. She's cousin It. (laughs) Oh, is that what was going on there? (laughs) I'm just petting my hair. All right. For any of you who can't see it, Carol has pulled her bangs down over her face and <laughs> cousin it. Uh it threw me completely off track. I don't even know where I was going. Oh uh, so we were talking about my hair. Yeah. Well, um need a haircut. You you look like a Vidal Sassoon commercial. What year was that? When was the last time you saw one of those? Nineteen ninety seven? Whenever I stopped watching commercials. <laughs> <laughs> the streaming era has arrived. Oh, except for Netflix is going to make a start watching ads now. Um, no. Really? 
Yeah, their their lowest plan will will now start including ads here soon. Um, oh, yeah, well. yeah. Will the lowest plan be the current price, or they're going to have a lower price that includes ads because people have been quitting over the price? I'm, I'm not entirely certain. I'm not a Netflix expert, as far as the- all right. Well, Netflix. I mean, what I what I suggested um, is better than. My first suggestion was better than my second suggestion. Yeah, give us don't, like the two ninety nine plan with ads or something like some Hulu type shit, and then we'll pay extra because ten dollars or whatever. Like, I hate ads. Uh, um, anyway, no. More importantly, let's not get off track here. Election talk. Uh, oh, the the Democrats should be getting hammered, but they're not because Republicans are fucking dumpster fire. Oh, they're also and <laughs> they're also running these terrible candidates. Like I and and Herschel Walker's not the only one. He's just the most obviously insane one. But like <laughs> like Doctor Oz, the the whole let's run a celebrity in Pennsylvania. That's not working out. Um, I mean, I guess the only one off the top of my head I can think of that's that's doing somewhat well is is it Carrie Lake? Uh, is that the one? Arizona. Yeah, um, she's I got some that woman. Yeah, she she kind of a jackass. She's got some things going in her favor. Uh, namely that she's a professional speaker. So she sounds exactly. very, sounds very polished. She's been on TV for a number of years. Yeah. And she's, she's attractive, but she's insane. Is she attractive? Yeah. You yeah. know what she, she is in her realm. She, she's like hot for a crazy bitch. Arizona for people. And she was what, for like, what, 22 years? Yeah. She was a, a host. So anyone in that market, that watch, they have been watching her for two decades. Yeah, they have a level of you know? familiarity. So they have a kind of affinity for her. And mm-hmm. Katie Hobbs, who I think is amazing, but she's a bit more docile. She's, she's a bit more reserved. Well, she's a great candidate, and she's running a crappy campaign yeah. against a crappy candidate well, who's running a good campaign. That that's That's it. That's perfect. perfectly put. Yeah, that's exactly. It. And then the funny thing about that is like, oh, it, they're almost are they neck and neck still in the polling? I haven't checked in, in a couple of days. No, <laughs> you're on. You it. know what? <laughs> Google. I to think the that maybe um, like somebody supposedly married some uh, married, married. Um, some white powder to carry. But I don't know. Just my opinion. She looks like she gets down, so uh, I just Don Junior mailing out his stash. Like he should save that. I'm sorry. Every time I look at her, I can think is this bitch. This bitch is geeking. Like that's always what's in my mind because she is so high strung. She is, and look, I live on the border. I've seen a lot. No, I know. There. Look, you ain't got to tell. So. so <laughs> I'm sorry when I look at her. No, I'm not sorry. But when I'm looking at her and I'm in my mind and thinking. That bitch just topped it up right now. Like before I see her, I'm not. I'm I'm being honest. I'm being absolutely. We're going to get sued again. I don't want to get sued. (laughs) Did we get sued? I don't recall. Parody. (laughs) (laughs) So the polls are not looking great. No, or Katie Hobbs. No, where's, but where's she I mean, I didn't. Let's see. Is Carrie like it? Oh, I've okay. never heard of so many of these. Um, like, I mean, have you seen like, that? Have you seen her mood like swings? That bitch goes from zero to sixty in like thirty seconds. Yeah, but and I mean, she might have like ADHD or something. Like, no, I don't know. no, no. But she has. All right, she's got the. No. She's got the cokies. Gotcha. Um, yeah, is is <laughs> Carrie polling at fifty? Like, <laughs> mm, yeah, yeah. One, but but Trafalgar Group. No, fuck them. Trafalgar. No, this we, is one of- we don't fuck with them. Um, yeah, if Carrie's polling over fifty, then it's probably looking looking. She's and, you know, and I don't data even, orbital research co. I don't even just like research. her because she's a lunatic. I just like her because she has no integrity. Oh, like, you appreciate that about her. You're like, oh, you have like no shame, none. And I that's why that's my biggest issue with her is I respect she, it though. Like, it throw all your morals 
out with no regard. Like, don't she, try and pretend. She literally did. And I honestly, I think that Carrie Lake is a lesbian. Well, I think you're just saying that because she has short hair. No, 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 no. I'm not saying it. <laughs> Stop it. I'm not saying it because she has short hair. I'm saying it because, like, I know just hey. going back. And, and I know you don't mean that in like a derogatory fashion. Like there's no, no shame in licking the vagina. But, like do your thing. No, like, but we it all ex- approve. To, to me, it explains a lot in her hard stand, her hard reversal against her previous support of the LGBTQ community and going to drag wow. shows and her friendship over a decade. Well, I've been to a drag show and, and I'm not a lesbian. So, so when Revelations came out that she took this hard stance, like LGBTQ people are coming to like cut off your son's penis and did. And I was like, dude, that was a hard fucking right turn. So, like so that face you just made, hurt my, you, you know, like it made me really like look into and question. Cause before I was just like, oh, this just wacky candidate coming out of, but Knowing that and then reading the story of, you know, Barbara Seville and seeing the pictures and things and then to just turn around and then all of a sudden say that this person that you've known for over a decade, who you've had in your home, who you had around your kids, is somehow now a danger to them and is threatening to them and that you want to eradicate them. That takes a special kind of fucking awful person to be okay with that and just... And that's my, her lack of integrity, her lack of loyalty, her lack of that, aside from the vile shit she says. It, it looks like it's physically irking you right now. <laughs> it, it, no, it, it, it you, does. It you look agitated angry. talking about but it. And I think, and then I look at, and then I go, you know, because you, you don't have any real, um, uh, like of relationships with her or um, and I have lots of friends who are, who have children who are married and you know, who are gay. And so I, I get that. Like, you know, you, you meet somebody fall in love, love and sex are completely different things. You raise a family, you have kids, but it's not for you. It's not who you are. And many people are able to step out of that. I have a lot of friends that do, but Carrie Lake, I feel like, has chosen the stardom that she wants that she wasn't able to get as just an anchor. You know, she was just kind of stagnant there. And now she's been thrust into this spotlight. I mean, anybody that goes on TV, they have a certain desire to be top dog and to be, you know, to be famous. They do. do. I think they do. So you're saying there's a level of narcissism involved with like putting yourself out there. Absolutely. And especially when you look into the last 10, 20 years at how the reality show scene has propelled mediocre and ordinary people. Look at all the people that are within the GOP that are failed actors, actresses, singers, entertainers, performers, writers, whatever, but they found their place in the insanity of the Republican Party. So Carrie Lake. Yeah, it's like they elevated. went straight from the casting couch to the House of Representatives. It's insane. <laughs> and she has she has been propelled into what her career of 22 years never gave her, the type of status and celebrity. She's dining with the president of the United States. People want to give her money. People want to. And so she's like, fuck it. If I can't stand in my truth, then Fuck everybody. Okay, just so we sound self-aware. Former president. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, just so we sound self-aware, we started a podcast and we're in love with the sound of our own voices, apparently. And, you know, a couple of us, I won't say names, have made trips to the White House here recently. Um, I just wanted to put that caveat out there. (laughs) (laughs) I don't want to point fingers without holding up a mirror here. <laughs> oh, wait. But OAN said that we were all CIA operatives. And... No, no. <laughs> no, that if they were all real. CIA operatives, they wouldn't parade them in front of Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> they would have decoy ones. You're the decoys. Oh, no. We're the meat suits. 
because no, no, you know no. Democrats are lizards. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, okay. We're is, lizard. Is We're that li- why aliens? I mean, is that why Elon started SpaceX so he could fight the aliens? Is that what happened? <laughs> I read. I read somewhere today that a fighter jet or something used the comm trails and, and drew a dick in the sky and was pointing down at Russia. I, d- I didn't go all the way into oh, the man. Article, I'm glad that, you didn't click on that. that. <laughs> oh, man. I'm sure there's a YouTube video out there somewhere. I thought that was pretty fucking brilliant. Oh, man. Yeah. I thought that was pretty, I thought that was pretty brilliant. I laughed. All right, we got any other fun things we we can engage in for the people? Anything to say, girl? No. Uh, They can't see freedom. They should be able to, though. She's gonna. Frida is beautiful. Frida to the to the pod. You know, no one's gonna hear this uh, before the midterms, probably. So you know, I I hope you fucking voted. That's. And if it's before, please vote. <laughs> vote. Vote, 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 vote. Uh, and, and if you're not voting, I hope you're a Republican. <laughs> yes, all the Republicans listening to our podcast. Well, I will say. Oh, the libs. Sorry. The, um, thanks to the January 6th investigation, there's a whole slew of um, felons now that won't be able to vote. (laughs) So if anything good came out of the insurrection, the attempted coup is that uh, those motherfuckers won't be voting. Right. Well, I'm not going to say this on the Twitter, but I'll put it in the podcast. I mean, there is a scenario under which say uh, Democrats keep the Senate, but lose the house by a few seats. Right. You know, I can't guarantee this, but it's entirely possible that should that be the scenario that arises and given that we'll have Dem- or Republicans take control of these House committees in January oh, and, and they'll immediately proceed to harass Mayor Garland, DOJ, FBI, et cetera. Um, we might have a scenario where where uh, Garland is looking around like, hey, maybe I'll just speed up the clock on this. I'll make my moves into November, December, and, and some some conservative uh, House Republicans uh, might get indicted. We'll just go ahead and pull the trigger on that. Um, I hope. I hope so. I hope you're. I hope you're right. That's crossed my mind too. I hope you're right. Um, well, I, yeah. So it's entirely possible we could see some reg- resignations that flip the House back to our favor. If, if if that scenario unfolds, anything is possible. I'm not saying it will happen. I'm <laughs> I wasn't naming right. names. Uh, what what other? Me neither. Fun? I just had some disgusting, disgusting phlegm. Oh, right. oh. yeah. Did, did His it name was from, the name I said didn't say before. Did you get it from um, ingesting some thousand dollar ice cream? Is that what happened? Whoa! Yeah, Let me check your Venmo payments for 22 that. Twenty-two years ago. Yeah. Um, what Is that fun? like the cake that Elaine ate on Seinfeld when she was eating that 18th century cake? Uh, no, the, it, ice cream Carol. We're gonna see you dancing <laughs> for donut in the kitchen. No, no I'm talking about not naming name Gates. No, that's yeah, that was from Matt Gates' Venmo payments where he paid like hundreds of dollars for ass at one time and like a thousand dollars for ice cream. Oh, which I'm assuming cream. was either a code for underage girls or drugs or both, either or. Yeah, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go with drugs. Yeah. Hey. Oh, by the way, there's that whole you know insurrection trial where all the fucking oath keepers are. Are, are getting hammered in court. Uh, Stuart Rhodes threw the entire crew under the bus today. That was great. Um, oh yeah, that, that those was, guys are dicks. Yeah, his defense. They should have never went in there. Yeah, that was- <laughs> they talking about. What? Oh yeah. He said he had the nerve to get on the stand and say, "I didn't know that my boys were went storming the Capitol until after." Yeah, he what? said they he were goes, off mission. I was a tipsy the night before. Oh, <laughs> I was up late planning 
planning the insurrection. I mean, <laughs> I, was late. I was up so late planning the insurrection. I missed the insurrection. It was fucking hilarious. It was hilarious. He's like, oh, I'm going to throw them all under the bus. Hey, bro, when they get convicted, then they'll throw you under the bus. You see how that works, right? No, your defense lawyer didn't explain it to you. Okay. As I've said, people tend to forget. Stuart Rhodes is a Yale-educated attorney. It doesn't seem like well, it sometimes. He's not. He's, uh, he's a fucking strange-ass cat. But he's he not is. the dumbest. I mean, he did have to get accepted into Yale. And he did oh, pretend man. to be a lawyer for a while. Legacy but admission. He's, he's not, he, you know? So he's basically like, fuck y'all trailer park, fuck motherfuckers. Mm. He's, he's pulling out the law books and... He's looking for any little precedent or whatever that he can get his hands on. Yeah. Uh, what other fun facts? Uh, oh, you know, the pillow man uh, made an attempt to file a motion in court to get access to his uh, the <laughs> af- underlying affidavit for when he had his phone seized at Hardy's, which is an awesome mental image. <laughs> <laughs> because I guess none of them had ever heard of like fucking Walmart. Yeah. <laughs> well, he, he you really, can just like you can really go and just like buy another phone. Yeah, well, it yeah. Happens, you know? Yeah. You you got uh Metro, Cricket. I mean <laughs> All right, well here's the thing about that. <laughs> no, well the about the affidavit, right? So um when Trump got access to the underlying affidavit for the search and seizure at Mar a Lago, it was forty pages. Well this affidavit um that was uh the basis for getting the search warrant for Pillow Man's phone was eighty fucking pages. Eighty pages of information. I wonder what's in there. Uh apparently there are some I talk. He just, he's just probably going on about fucking unicorns. <laughs> <laughs> well, apparently there's some fun and interesting allusions to cooperating witnesses. Dun, dun, dun. So I wonder who might be engaged in cooperating against against the my pillow guy and, and others. Word, word of advice, kids: don't go to Hardee's. <laughs> no, hey, no. No, like we love Hardee's. Please go to Hardee's. Uh, just, you know, make sure you don't engage in any criminal activity that could get your phone seized. Like we love you, Hardee's. I, I love your breakfast platter. Uh, I prefer the country ham, but I also do enjoy the bacon. Um, your hash browns are fantastic. <laughs> so you were supposed to keep talking and then uh, yeah i mean uh, you know if, if you if you're open to sponsoring democracy hardies which i assume you are we're available hey any of you and uh advertisers who pulled out of uh twitter oh yeah <laughs> if you're if you're unwilling to uh, advertise on twitter given must shenanigans uh, we're also available uh, yeah. we're probably just as bad uh, <laughs> This podcast probably needs a moderator because we make bad decisions. I make bad decisions. Uh, we we make bad decisions over here. So uh, I mean, we could we could look to. Uh, but it's 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 cheap. That's cheap. We'll take you. We'll take you. Just give us a try. Yeah, we're not going to charge you millions of dollars. You don't have to worry about that. Um, I will work for biscuits. Is that that they have that there? Right. I mean, if I could get, yeah. <laughs> Hardy's has biscuits, Carol. I would like some biscuits right now. They're fried chicken. I, I will trade my ad revenue later for some chicken and biscuits up front. Free Listen. lifetime chicken biscuits. Got it. That's yeah. even better. Thank you for negotiating for me. Popeye's, Popeyes gave Beyonce a lifetime card for Popeye's chicken. That's what's and I'm up. So fucking jealous. I'm so fucking jealous. Hey, look, we just got to work our way up. We got to work our way up. Like, bitch, come get you some chicken. It, whenever. All right. Well, if you, yeah, I know. Sign me up for some chicken. All right. If you haven't voted, again, get your ass out there. Go to the polling place. Cast a vote. Vote blue up and down the ballot. And and also, um, we would like that chicken sponsorship. So if if you do enjoy this podcast and, you, and you're fans of ours or you appreciate what we do, um, 
don't share this podcast with with at least one other person. Just be like, hey, this thing's great. I love these people. And, and we but, don't discriminate. You know, William's chicken, you little chicken shack in Dallas. Here. No, they, and look, that's a different level. They're, that's not like a national <laughs> chain. Let me tell you, William's chicken, they're all over Dallas and they are <laughs> delicious. I don't think they, they have. It's so good. I, I don't think they have far in the interaction podcast advertising money. Uh, we're not Are in their budget. Do they have part of the fried chicken advertising? Do you know where they have a pretty good chicken sandwich? Shake Shack. Shake Shack. Come for any number of delicious items that you will give me and I will eat them. I have not had a chicken sandwich from Shake Shack. I usually get the burger. Yeah, the chicken sandwich is pretty good too. Shake Shack, be our sponsor. I want to eat your burgers. When I I applied for a job there and you didn't call me, but I want the burger. (laughs) You're bitter. Yeah, just I I want a burger. Yeah, (laughs) I don't know. We don't have that here, but we do have Taco Cabana. That's not no. We don't have that here. We don't have that here. That's some shit that's exclusive to Texas and Arizona and shit, huh? We got some yeah Taco Cabanas. I mean, they're not as good as they used to be, but like you go and they had this um fajita taco platter with beans and rice. And steak inside the flour tortilla, and you put the salsa. Oh, I'm hungry. Yeah, just making me go eat. Yeah, I haven't had dinner. Like, why are you doing this to us, Ty? I ate two big pieces of flank meat, and so way to rub it in. You and Carrie Leg love burying your face in some meat. Did you cook that and eat that while we were talking? I showed us that steak at the beginning of the wait. How did you you took it out of the container and and put it right on the grill? I, did. On I, the, I took two. I cut two like slabs off. Wait like, a minute. Put them in the pan and no I cooked way. them. How did you season it? I did. I put some um, garlic powder, onion powder, salt, and pepper. Okay. I, I usually, you know, a flank steak it. needs a while to marinate. I didn't do the rosemary and thyme like I usually do. I oh, do yeah, that. You'd have to let that soak in the refrigerator for a few hours. Hey, look, I appreciate your your skill at engaging in in the culinary arts while also doing a podcast. That's well, a- also doing the podcast. <laughs> and I, you know, I was sitting here and I'm like, well, shit. Like after the election, if fascism shuts us down and we can't talk about politics, I go, what the fuck? Like I need to make a living. Like what am I going to write about? And I was like, oh, well, you know, I've got my second book, Consequence of Choice, and I'll put Power Perspective out there before everybody leaves Twitter. (laughs) Oh, no. Because I'm like, I need to, I'm like, I need to like promote myself. And then I'm like, okay, I've got a whole bunch of stuff I put in here because I'm usually laying laying down and I voice record it that I want to put on my sub stack. And it's like just, things that are going on in the country and then me like just going into detail. And so I'll like talk about them. So I have it. And I was like, I just need to sit down and write them and get them in, in my sub. And I was like, well, you know, my book from Prozac to pasta, like, Mm -hmm. yeah, well, it was like, I had, um, I had, uh, (laughs) When I was like depressed, when I wrote Power Perspective, so I had, um, was thinking about like when I started cooking and how my cooking just really developed over the years, but it was really like a transformation. Like if you look at my dishes from years ago and versus now, you could see the transition, so to speak, of how my food looked relative to how I felt at those times. And so when I wrote um, from Prozac to pasta, how I gained clarity in the kitchen to overcome anxiety and depression, it's um, like just kind of like affirmations, words of wisdom spliced with pasta recipes, like just different dishes and stuff to just kind of show you know, show my transition. So yeah. I was like, well, maybe I can, maybe I could do that. We'll figure something yeah. out. 
Yes. Put it together. We're we'll going to get- have to make food-based codes. To- <laughs> oh. <laughs> Don't air this part. Because <laughs> we got to work on our codes. <laughs> She's dicing avocados. That means we're raiding the statue at dawn. I don't know. I, I watched V for Vendetta the other day. So maybe that's... <laughs> oh man yeah we take have... all the musk heads off of the statues at at first light <laughs> we take all the musk heads off <laughs> i mean this is some man in the high castles type shit we're, we're talking about here oh with the secret codes because the nazis took over oh fun time oh, the like i didn't watch it no that's my book cover i put it in the chat no, I'm just like staring. Oh wait, no, I didn't. I put it in the chat. You did. It was like imposter. I like it. Interesting. Oh, it's I in the it's in the Twitter chat. Yeah, the most creative I was cool. in the kitchen, it's the prouder nice. and happier I was as well. There was a direct correlation between the two. Um, yeah, look, I in, engaging in creative endeavors does usually help perk you up a little bit. I can agree with that from personal experience. I don't want pasta. I'm hungry. Okay, I go same. Eat food. But yeah, uh, yeah. Thank you everyone like for. Ha- <laughs> okay, thank you everyone for hanging out with us today. It's been been a pleasure. I hope you get out there and vote. Uh, we'll get back to you next week post election results. Um, vote next week. We will be recording from an underground bunker. No. Nah. <laughs> Three separate <laughs> underground bunkers. Let's, let's cross our fingers and hope for the best. <laughs> I'm we just saying, you know. I have this Europe trip coming up in the in the winter and we'll see whether I come back. <laughs>